is a path of awakening. It's our path to enlightenment. I feel that even though that's probably one of the very first things I ever heard, probably in this very shrine room, Trumper Mache used to teach here, and uh, I was a very, very new student. I didn't understand a word he was saying. But somehow it left some kind of impression on me that what he was saying again and again in some way was everything you encounter, whether it's your moods and emotions, your negative and positive thoughts, whether it's other people or situations in your life, everything that you encounter is your path to enlightenment. It's your path of awakening. So in some sense, that is the most profound teaching you could ever receive. And I feel personally that uh, whatever, how many ever years later this is, 30 years later or something like that, that I'm still in my own practice having uh, revelations about what that actually means and how tough that actually is. Because there's opening and opening, but um, then there's also a lot of closing. And you, if you're starting out new, Maybe this is your very first day of meditating. Or maybe you've been meditating for a few months, or a few years, or for a lot of years. But whatever your situation is, particularly in the beginning, you sometimes think that, well, now uh, I close. But after I meditate for a while, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> and uh, you should never underestimate what a fundamental human response that is to discomfort, that you think that actually, no matter how many teachings you hear, no matter how much instruction you receive, you still somehow think, because I think it's uh, programmed into the genes of the human species, you somehow think that um, discomfort and uh, closing down and freaking out and shutting off and losing it, those kind of things, will eventually be completely corrected by this meditation and these teachings. So then, as the years go on, you begin to realize the profundity of the teaching that says, everything is included in the path to enlightenment. That includes our freakouts. That includes our shutting downs. That includes our inability to open. Yesterday, our heart was open. We felt so uh, in tune with people. We could look in people's eyes. And then what happened? Maybe it was just indigestion. I don't know. But something happened. And today, I'm, I'm like, I can't shake this depression or this uh, darkness or this sorrow or something is so heavy. And I, I can't open my eyes or my heart even to... Uh, chipmunk. <laughs> Not even Fido. Usually Fido can get me to relax and cheer up when he wags his cute little tail. So we do open. And as we practice more and more, and even before practice for many of us, we know what it feels to be open, to have our heart open. It happens... Uh, for a lot of people in certain situations, when they hear certain music, when they go to certain places, for some people it's the ocean or the mountains, for other people it's the 
discotheque, but there's certain places where each of us, according to our personality, feels free and open and completely uh, willing to be there with ourselves. We feel at home with ourselves. And therefore, we feel unthreatened and actually very uh, caring and open to the people and situations that we encounter. So each of us knows what that feels like to a greater or lesser degree. Something that makes us happy. Someone smile uh, that lifts our heart or cheers us up and we, we actually feel in touch with ourselves and other people. And then we also know, and in many cases people say this is a much more familiar state, we know what it is to close. We know what it is to shut down. We know what it is to feel cut off and isolated.